Welcome to Femcasters, a podcast and community where feminine wiles and ferocious female voices collide. Femcasters was born from the idea that we can change the world one broadcast at a time. We are here to unite and elevate the voices of silence breakers just like you, girl-wide. Let's kick it, Karina. Kick it! Hey, Femcasters, it's Karina. I want to go ahead and intro you to a very special episode from Jules and myself from last week. This was a live stream that we hosted on Facebook to really just wet our chops and stretch ourselves a little bit as we talk to you about conquering fear of speaking. It was a perfect opportunity to do so, and I, we just had a really fun conversation. We also highlight the fact that we would be quickly interviewing Dr. Sherry Campbell. That episode launched earlier this week. So we're launching this now just to give you guys a little insight into how you can become a more effective speaker, whether you want to podcast, whether you want to get in front of a bunch of people and lead your own TEDx, whatever it is that you want to do. We want to give you the tools to get there. Enjoy. So many people have real reservations about speaking out loud, speaking to other people, speaking in front of other people. In fact, I know that the fear of speaking is second in fear in the list of all fears next to the fear of dying. Or the fear of spiders. No, <laughs> no. And I have been, I have been paralyzed by the fear of speaking for a long time. Did well, you're you, not alone in that. that. Yeah, I, I can't believe that because I see you speak all the time so eloquently and you do have your own podcast. But what I will say is um, I was petrified of getting in front of a crowd. I remember distinctly in junior high being a lady in waiting in a play and having to <sighs> memorize something like seven lines. And I would get petrified to the, to the point of really just having my stomach in knots right before I had to get on stage. And it was barely a speaking role. So I knew right out the gates acting was not for me, but had to work really hard to conquer that fear because I've had to speak numerous occasions just to be um, in the business world, in the professional sphere, and sometimes in, as, in front of as many as 500 people. And so conquering that fear bit by bit was a lot. Um, but I think practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. And you, my dear, are so eloquent in the way you convey your words. In fact, you're never at a loss for words. And <laughs> the, the word choices you pick out, I am blown away by how you weave together stories and make it so personable. But I know this is something that people do struggle with. And if you're a business owner, if you are longing to build your brand, if you are longing to just have your voice heard, speaking is a necessary evil. Well, a necessary evil and something we all need to learn to do, right? Well, I thought we taught I thought we taught our kids how to speak and then we're done with it, right? We learn to speak, we go to school, we learn grammar, Q&A, but how do you learn how to speak like a TEDxer, if you will. How do you learn to speak to represent your brand? Well, I think there are a couple of tools that we both use to do that, right? Um, we like to talk about where we met, Clubhouse. Where did we meet? Yeah. And this is great. 
Okay, so Clubhouse, as many people I'm sure know, um, is a social audio app, and it's one of the pioneering social audio apps. I know that Twitter has their tool, and now you can go to Green Room. There's all sorts of new ones coming up each week, it would seem. But what was really cool about Clubhouse in the last year was that you were really able to get into rooms, connect with people that were looking to grow their voices and their exposure, and have some really authentic conversations in small rooms, or even just learn something incredible in a really large room. And you could speak to your level of comfort. You could stay in the audience and be a voyeur if you wanted for a while to get comfortable, and then come up and speak your truth. And I just found it to be such an incredible way to get to know people and more of an audio perspective. So it was much more personal than being on social media of other sorts. Fun fact, Karina. So December 31st, 2020, I made the commitment to myself that I wanted to be a speaker, that I wanted to be one to many as opposed to one to one to one to one. And as an attorney, I remember blacking out when I was arguing a case in my, I mean, I did it, but I don't have any memory of it. I think because of the anxiety and I just quit altogether. I folded everything in. I packed my bags. I'm done. I'm going to go in the safe sphere of working in a law firm, just no litigation. And slowly I ebbed out of that as well, Mm. but I made this commitment to myself and then boom, social audio clubhouse. And it has been an amazing tool to help me learn to articulate myself better, to dim and lessen that anxiety I have when I do public speak. Great tip. And I know there's wisdom app is really fascinating as well. So check out clubhouse and wisdom app. If you do want to practice, you can just get on the app, practice and play around with it and have fun. But it has really changed the trajectory of how I direct my, how I speak. And that sounded really wonderful the way I just said that. So eloquent. (laughs) We're saying eloquent three times so far. There's a few things that I did early on as I was trying to get over my fear of speaking in front of people. And one of those, you probably won't surprise you because, you know, as we've talked about, I'm a, I'm a recovering perfectionist, but, um, okay. Okay. Maybe not recovering at all. Right. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. um, being prepared and feeling thoroughly prepared has helped me to speak about any number of topics that I am comfortable with. And so I can get up and I can talk about fish oils or I can talk about, who can just get up and talk about fish oils. I know I can. You can. I spent 10 you years can. doing it. Wow. That's right. So um, I can speak about wow. omega-3s and ecosystems that are related to fishing and why an algae oil is a better alternative given the impacts on our environment. I can talk about the things I'm, I've become expert in with comfort. Mm-hmm. But the moment is something that I'm even a little bit outside of, I mean, I'll climb up and get nervous. And so some of the exercises that I go through in my mind are like, okay, in this particular instance, I don't have to be an expert. 
I can just be a curious witness who's asking a question because I just want to know more. And even just giving myself that permission enables me to relax a little bit because I'm not expected to be the expert when, for instance, I interview someone who is expert in something else. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's like giving myself that permission enables me to relax. I don't know if you found something like that true too. No, nothing like that because... (laughs) I'm a jittery, jelloy mess, but let let this be known that it's okay to be a jittery, jello mess. What I have found that worked, and I I have found that when I take myself out of the equation is the true answer to being able to communicate with other people, understanding their needs. It's not about me. When we focus on ourselves, when we turn the laser focus inward, that's where all the anxiety starts to just explode. When I remember what my message is and when I remember why I'm there and the people I'm serving, then for some reason that just pulls that blanket of just mess and worry and frustration and being in sheer fright. It just pulls it all away. When I remember I'm talking to you and I'm not talking to me. Hmm. That seems to help. Well, and um, another thing I've practiced when you're speaking in front of people that you can Mm -hmm. physically see as opposed to on Clubhouse, as a for instance. That's super easy. Yeah. But if you're in front of people, like on a stage or even just at a podium on the same level with everybody, focusing on a couple of friendly faces in the audience and Mm -hmm. just thinking about them like you're only talking to that person and letting Mm -hmm. the rest of the room kind of fade helps you to, I think, also quell those nerves. And Mm -hmm. I will say pick a friendly face because there's some people that just, you know, they look grumpy the whole time and then you'll think you're doing a terrible job and Mm -hmm. get overcritical about yourself and then and suddenly clam up and maybe even black out and forget the entire experience, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the memories, the memories, the memories. But no, that's fascinating. And when you do focus on that friendly face, when you do reframe what you're experiencing, it really is a game changer. And it's about doing, it's about getting, you know, getting your feet wet, getting anesthetized, to this so-called trauma of public speaking. So I love that. And I know that we talked about where you can get this experience, Karina. Have you tried anything in the real world to practice your craft? Yeah. So I volunteered to be the, what do you want to call them? I don't know why I'm forgetting the word right now. The MC. MC, <laughs> MC. That's so funny. I volunteered to be the MC at a fashion show at one of my friends' little um, lingerie shops, which was actually incredibly inter- entertaining. That be- would be so fun. <laughs> because, you know, I knew some of the people and they're coming through in these uh, lingerie or costumes because it was around Halloween, right? It was their Halloween show or a Valentine show that they were running because um, they did a couple each year. And so... As the MC, I'm sitting there and trying to say something entertaining, keep people engaged as, you know, you have models walking through in various scantily clad costumes. So it was really fun. And um, because the audience was so kind of jovial as well, it made it just seem like it wasn't a big deal. And so practicing things like that in kind of unassuming places, I think, also helped to kind of give me a little bit more confidence to speak in front of people and not take myself as seriously as I want to do. 
ding, ding, ding on the so, nose, right? Ding, ding, ding. And I was going to say, they probably asked, you know, they're like, who, I imagine the conversation, who do you think we could get to MC this lingerie show? Let's ask Karina Belizzi. <laughs> She's always up for a good time. But no, speak for free. If you are looking, if you are planning on a path of public speaking, whether it be you're a coach, you are interested in politics, or you're an author, or you just have an amazing message to share, start speaking, start speaking for free, check out your local libraries. That is an excellent place just to offer your services. Teach what you know, and do it for free. And pretty soon you'll start to build a reputation. So we talked for a moment earlier about getting in front of people. And now you're talking about going to a library and giving a speaking engagement. Um, I wondered, too, if uh, you've actually had any experience or had stories from people who worked with Toastmasters to get rid of their fear. Yes. And, you know, everybody that I work with, per se, everything they do or I tell them to do, I make sure I do it myself, that I do not recommend things that I have not tried. So a lot of my clients have gone to Toastmasters, and it's pretty fascinating because there are several different paths you can take in Toastmasters. So if you want to be a comedian, or if you are a coach, or if you are on a path, a professional path where you have to speak, you go into these Toastmaster paths, and then you're, you're met with like-minded people. And you practice, you get two minutes to practice your spiel, if you will. And you are graded in those two minutes. So Wow. You, know, you don't like to speak. So know. there's another try it. It's not scary, but <laughs> they do try to they do count all your all the filler words that you do use. Um likes, uhs. They count them all and tally them and let you know. But in a very friendly way and supportive way. Well, that's interesting. People have different crutch words. And when I worked in essential fatty acids for so long, I started to develop a crutch word of essential. <laughs> say it something like 20 times in an hour talk. And I realized it was saying essentially, basically everywhere somebody might say actually or like or even um. So oh, yeah, I use actually. Yeah, it is drives me crazy. I didn't even know that was a filler word until I started podcasting. I was like, can someone tell me to stop saying the word actually, please? It's a running and joke I, in our circle. My husband uses that word too. <laughs> he does. Oh my God. Who knew? Yeah. So another, I think, uh, tool for people is their open mic nights locally. So like, oh, let's say, man, that's yes, a idea. right. So mm -hmm. um, even if it is something like you get up there and you read a poem from a book, like just getting physically onto the stage to do something is it, it takes care of some of that because you're going to encounter the feelings that you would encounter in another space. Do something that you feel relatively comfortable with and then just build from there. And I think that can be an incredible tool. And for reals, guys, for reals, if you think that people are going to sit there and judge you and talk about you for, for years and years to come, <laughs> they're not, okay? They are not even going to probably remember your name at the beginning. But it is the experience. If you let go of that fear of judgment, if you let go of that control, it will really change the way that you conduct your life because 
the human brain does not have the bandwidth past 20 minutes to even remember you. So I'm not going to think about Karina after we hang up on this call for after 20 minutes. I mean, I'll probably think about her a lot, but (laughs) the brain doesn't have the capacity to continually think about something and something you did. So if that gives you power, I don't know anything else that would. So I think something else to just think about, I think we as women, and particularly of our era, internalize certain things where we're saying things like, oh, well, I wore that blouse last week when I recorded that episode. And maybe if I wear it on the same day this week, but don't think about it, and then people will see that I wore the same outfit twice. Nobody cares. Like, and they don't Nobody. notice. They don't notice. <laughs> No, they get what they want. Everyone's in it for their own gain. And I've realized this. Unfortunately, you know, we think people are altruistic and in their daily lives, there's tons of good people, but really the human behavior dictates that we want to get what we want to get. So they're just going to pick out the pieces that they need of what you're saying and forget everything else. So why not go speak? Yeah, I agree with you. Nothing to lose, girl. Just sit down with a friend and record a podcast uh, that you're podcasting. Yeah. Anchor. Tell them about Anchor FM. That's the easiest way just to play around. Yeah. So, I mean, they make it so easy. Anchor is connected to Spotify, right? And so you just basically can set up an account for free, uh, start recording from your phone, record a few conversations, decide whether or not you like it, take it down if you don't. You don't have to put the RSS feed out to everybody, but you know, you get some practice. And then after a little bit, you start to feel more comfortable. And when you're more comfortable, then the content gets better. And, you know, you can just grow from there. It does, you don't have to start big. I think that's the big message here, right? Like you can do little things each day to build your confidence and ultimately create your voice in a way that you'll be proud of long term. So there's really no stopping you. And it should be fun. And it really empowers you. And it's such a great tool for building your confidence. When you speak your truth, when you use your words to change the way people think, there is nothing more gratifying than that. Nothing more gratifying. Well, there's some things more gratifying, but (laughs) (laughs) like chocolate or your coffee. The coffee I'm drinking right now is beautiful, but... I don't know. What if it's is, more what's gratifying. the coffee of the day, Karina? Uh, let's see. Fair trade and organic. <laughs> of course. Of course. A little bit on brand for me, but yeah, it's just delicious. That's my my beverage of choice these days is coffee and water. Those are basically the things I drink. Those are two good things. And I heard you pop some champagne the other night, though. <laughs> yeah, with the launch of Femcasters. Why Yay! not? We were doing a clubhouse room. Speaking of That's clubhouse. Right. Clubhouse. To celebrate the launch of this podcast and work through some technical concerns. Because for some reason, we were in the matrix a little bit, bad mm-hmm. connections and things like that. Mm-hmm. But even when that happens, you just roll with it and keep going. And mm-hmm. I think that's the big message I would have for anybody that's trying to become a speaker or a podcaster, that you have to be flexible and nimble and give yourself a break now and then. Just really get out there and try and you'll get better. That's the way it is. Your voice matters. Your voice matters no matter what you have to say. Just make sure that you do use it. And why not be your best? Why not be your best? Because that's what a femcaster is. So Jules, I think we're wrapping up our time here. We're wrapping up and we adore you. And 
I mean, just keep speaking, keep locking arms and keep listening to Karina and I, because we're going to have some fabulous guests on very soon. I'm so excited and you're, you're going to see it rolling out. Join femcasters.mn.co. It is free for, for now, not yeah. forever. And tomorrow, I think we're going to be recording with Dr. Sherry. Isn't that right? Very exciting. Dr. Sherry Campbell. That's she exciting. will talk to us about yeah. vulnerability in our voices. Yeah, so, so important. Such a great topic. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And um, yeah, we're going to go kick on. it. Let's kick it, Jules. Let's kick it, girl. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Femcasters. We hope you were inspired. We hope you were motivated. We hope you think a little bit differently about how your voice, your very own voice can change the universe. So tap on those five stars, share the love, share this episode with another Femcaster that you think could use this message today. And head over to femcasters.com for all the goods we covered today, including tools to elevate your voice. You can join our exclusive community and celebrate the Femcaster in you. Together, we can elevate the power and the voice of women girl-wide. Let's do this. Let's do this.